have an omniscient, omnipresent, and omnipotent God that has put his hand on this moment in time to deny the timeline of the enemy and is about to heal our land. I believe that all the world religions tell you that to get to heaven, you have to earn your way to heaven with your works. But only Christianity teaches that it's by faith alone. And for me to get to heaven, it's 100% Jesus and 0% me. And for you to get to heaven, it's 100% Jesus and 0% you. I believe that Satan wants you to live in fear. So he can feed off your fear. That God has raised up an army of them. His remnant. His red-pilled Christian patriots that will help defeat Satan and the New World Order because of our faith. I believe that Satan incited the Jews to scream, Crucify Him! Crucify Him! And it totally backfired when Jesus said, Forgive them, as they do not know what they do. I believe Jesus' death on the cross was a complete victory over Satan. And that His victory allows all of your past, present, and future sins to be forgiven that you can live the abundant life. And I believe in the power of one person working as a team with other Christian patriots can have massive impact in reversing this ungodly culture. And I believe that when I'm preparing to teach something, I end up forcing myself to learn it more deeply and I get blessed from what I learn. Therefore, I'm blessed to teach. And I believe that God has called me to empower Christian patriots with truth. And that's why I invite you to join us at blessedtoteach.com. That's blessed with the number two, teach.com. God bless you. And I hope you'll join me and all the Blessed to Teach patriots. And let's see what God is doing today. All right, here we are for Word and Worship on Friday. Um, we are looking so forward to spending time with you uh, for the next hour and a half or so to just to worship the Lord with awesome video music, uh, worship music, and then also dig into the Word of God. We're gonna be on John 12 today. Uh, Gus has just joined in as well, so we'll have him uh, um, co-teach with me. Be exciting as we dig into John 12. We went over John 11 last time, um, but just what a great book it is to just uh, dig through the details of John. We're also studying Revelation. We study Daniel um, that we do uh, my Monday, Thursday, and Sunday teachings. So join us tomorrow um, at Word. I'm sorry, Sunday morning at 10 a.m. So not tomorrow. Um, so that's my day off. <laughs> so it'll be Sunday at 10 a.m. Um, we're going to be, this is the last time I'll be uh, airing out of uh, my studio, my home studio, which I call my studio and my wife says, no, that's my media room. <laughs> so <laughs> we will be airing out of a new studio. Uh, it's got green screens and it's going to be fun. Um, it'll be version one of a new show that will have a new software that we're using. It'll be uh, probably a little rough at first, but I'm sure we'll get really good at it over time. Looking real forward to doing that. But we are going to be going over again the book of John, a chapter 12. 
And so you'll see here, we're gonna talk about Mary anointing Jesus and Bethany, the plot to kill Lazarus and the triumphant entry where one of the key verses is, so they took branches of palm trees and went out to meet him crying out, Hosanna, blessed be the he who comes in the name of the Lord. So we'll uh, talk about that and dig into um, that, a song that talks about Hosanna as well as we dig into John 12. But first, we're gonna dig into some beautiful worship music. And uh, those of you who would like to worship with us backstage, you could be back here in two minutes. Um, what used to be 1776 a month is now absolutely free and um, because of a pay-forward model. There's tons of people paying forward so that you can come on for free. Just go to blessedteach.com, hit the backstage tab, and you could be back here on Zoom with us where they have a stereo perfect audio, um, even better than what you'll get on uh, Rumble or, or Twitter or uh, Facebook, I think that's where we're going live in Clout Hub right now. Where I can see comments is uh, I have my restream, uh, my, my Facebook up as well as restream. So let us know what, if you have any thoughts as we're teaching. Love to hear your thoughts on that. But we're going to start by worshiping to our God. And everything we do attaches to scripture. So I love about this um, idea that Gus had way back when. And, We've now uh, put uh, volunteers to the net from Sweden helps. Uh, we, we've attached scripture to, to the lyrics of the, each song. So when you're singing it, you'll see at the bottom, there's lyrics there. So you really know how this ties back to the word of God. Everything ties back to the word of God. Um, and you'll see our God is greater, is stronger, is higher than any other. Psalm 135.5 says, for I know that the Lord is great and that our Lord is above all gods. God is higher than anything and anyone outshining everything you can see in the skies. Who can compare with God? Psalm 139, 4 and 5. And I will go off Gus opening us up in prayer too after a couple of songs here. Uh, he can read the next one as well. Um, but this next one is, is, if our God is for us, then who can ever stop us? What can stand against us? <laughs> and obviously Romans 8.31 tells you that. It says if God is for us, who can be against us? Nobody. Uh, the third verse we emphasize is water. You turn to wine right in Cana. When we read about that miracle earlier in John. Who can be against, I'm sorry, uh, open the eyes of the blind. Just think of all the miracles he did in John 10.38 when, when Jesus was being questioned. To the, he said, even though you do not believe me, believe the works that you may know and understand that the Father is in me and I am in the Father. John 10.38, and then you see there's no one like you, none like you. And it's, there is none like you among the gods, O Lord, nor are there any works like yours. Psalm 86, 8, let's worship to our God to get started this Friday night. Water you turned into wine, open the eyes of the blind, there's no one like you, none like you, into the darkness you shine out of the ashes we rise there's no one like you none like you our god is greater our god is stronger god you are higher than any other 
anything and anyone outshining everything you can see in the skies. Who can compare with God? Psalm 139, 4 and 5. Gus, who can, uh, who can compare with God? Anybody? I Gus? say nobody. <laughs> That's right. Oh, Gus. Uh, we, uh, we have a brand new song we're going to debut tonight. Uh, I think it was one of uh, Gus's top on his list that we finally got to. Uh, so we'll debut that here next. But Gus, would you mind opening us up in prayer? And then we'll get into your favorite song. I would absolutely love to. I've had a busy day and I just got in. So I was thankful for that song there to kind of loosen me up some here and get my mind right. But Lord, I pray that 
you fix everybody's mind in the sound of my voice and those that'll come in later and those will listen to this broadcast this this uh this screening or taping uh in the future lord i pray that the sound of your scriptures being sung your word lord and the celebration of you just gets their their, their mind and their spirit right and just calms them so they can receive the engrafted word lord your word on our hearts lord we pray that you prepare each and every one of us that we invite your holy spirit into this space lord not just this space where I am here, but I'm connected with Rick and everyone else here on backstage and every platform out there, Lord. We thank you for the space and time that you've created for us to celebrate you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Gus. And um, you, you'll know this song, I think. It's a shorter song than, than a lot of our other songs, but a beautiful one. And so, uh, Gus, if you wouldn't mind uh, reading these scriptures to a song that you was on your Resurrection. list. Resurrection. <laughs> And the song is Resurrection Power. And the first verse we've got here is, Now I have resurrection power living inside of me. Jesus, you have given us freedom. And John 14, 12, we haven't got there yet, but John 14, 12 says, Truly, truly, I say to you, whosoever believes in me will also do the works that I do, and greater works than these will he do because I am going to the Father, praise God. Second line is no longer bound by sin and darkness, living in the light of your goodness. And John 8, 12 says, those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. I'm sorry, that's Galatians 5, 25. <laughs> and then John 8, 12 is Jesus spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. And thirdly, the third verse, your Holy Spirit lives in me and I have been redeemed. The new has come. And Ephesians 1.13 says, in him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation and believed in him were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit. In Galatians 3.13 tells us Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. Because they say cursed is everyone as it's written, cursed is everyone that hangs on a tree and he hung on that tree. Powerful song, let it get a hold of your heart. You called me from the grave by name You called me out of all my shame I see the old is passed away The new has come Now
guess what do you think <laughs> that's awesome i love that song mm -hmm. it just does something to your insides knowing the old is all washed away and he's behold all things are brand new it's a new start in life with jesus just following him it's just lights my candle right. <laughs> i love it the resurrection power there we're about ready to get there in the book of john uh, we're on chapter 12 now and so we're going to dig into that right now. We'll continue to mix in songs to keep the Holy Spirit uh, presence here as we uh, teach um, and get us out of the way as we just read God's Word here. Um, this is um, Mary anoints Jesus at Bethany. Six days before the Passover, Jesus therefore came to Bethany where Lazarus was, whom Jesus had raised from the dead. So they gave a dinner for him there. Martha served and Lazarus was one of those reclining with him at the table. Mary therefore took a pound of expensive ointment made from pure nard and anointed the feet of Jesus and wiped his feet with her hair. The house was filled with fragrance of the perfume, but Judas Iscariot, one of the disciples, he who was about to betray him, said, why was this ointment not sold for 300 denarii and given to the poor? He said this not because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief and having charge of the money bag, he used to help himself to what was put in it. Jesus said, leave her alone so that she may keep it for the day of my burial. For, my, for the poor you will always have with you, but you do not always have me. All right, any thoughts on that, Gus? Well, if you recall, um, 
we were told this little nugget, I think, in the last chapter, wasn't it? In chapter 11, this is the Mary that uh, was the sister uh, th that anointed Jesus with her hair and her feet, but had not happened yet. Because John is like, it's not in chronological order, but it's giving you snippets of each little window of, of, of his healings, of his miracles and everything. But uh, it really, you can imagine, this is after she had raised her brother from the jesus had raised her brother from the dead how much more remember she was the one that was worshiping jesus in the first place and martha i think was the one that was uh cleaning the house and everything and and mad because mary wasn't cleaning the house with her and preparing yeah. the dinner and everything. <laughs> so one of them was just on fire for the lord and, and capturing it just just knowing what the moment was and the other one was a little bit in works i think you know trying to maybe impress jesus or do things for him or whatever but just shows you the difference between the two sisters there but uh as far as lazarus um what a creep stealing the money out of the money bag <laughs> you know he uh you mean yeah yeah, you, not Lazarus. I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> Judas Iscariot. Don't call, don't call Lazarus a, a, a freak. <laughs> no, no, Lazarus, Lazarus is a good guy. Sorry about that. But, uh, no. no, as far as Judas, um, yeah, you know, he, he he was like they said in charge of the money, and he was just concerned about himself. You mm -hmm. know, why are you pouring out this expensive oil? And I'm told you you probably researched this a little bit too, Rick. But I think that that vial that what she broke open was like a year's salary or yes. something crazy like yes. that that she broke uh to to use it on jesus and used her hair i mean she just got down I mean, just imagine the people and she wasn't worried about who was looking at her mm -hmm. she was just worshiping jesus didn't mm -hmm. matter her what people thought of it you know so it's pretty profound there yeah um, because most women had their hair up and didn't ever have their hair down in public and that were jewish mm -hmm. and so this is somebody who's just deep worship of uh i think you're right there it's interesting Can you that, imagine though rick if, if say one of your siblings was dead four days and jesus stepped out and rose him from the dead what would you do when jesus comes i mean yeah. think about it you really got to put yourself <laughs> yeah. in these situations yeah it's wild yeah, no question. Uh, it was just an amazing time. The uh, it's interesting that this we have these synoptic gospels, so you'll see a lot of the almost exact same stories um, in Matthew, Mark, and Luke, right? Called the synoptic gospels. They probably had a similar source of uh, at least um, eyewitnesses, uh, obviously. Um, but um, also, the Book of John is usually not as synoptic, but this one. It's a little different. Luke records a different story that's similar, that Jesus has a totally different reaction, different place, different time. And uh, and actually, an, another the other two, Mark and Matthew, record the same story. And we know that because Jesus' reaction was talking about, hey, leave her alone, um, You, the poor will always be with you. So if we look uh, at a few other verses here, like uh, this, this is the story of Jesus anointed in Bethany in the book of Matthew. And then you'll see right here, mm -hmm. here it is in the book of Mark. And some people get con 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 uh, confused with what is here in the book of Luke, what was a sinful woman um, came in and it was totally a different lesson for the Pharisees there. Um, but what I love about this is that it's like three different eyewitnesses, different perspectives, and you get more detail, right? So you'll see here in Matthew, 
uh, 26, we get more detail on what Jesus said. And that, that's common, right? If you're telling somebody a story about something, you don't say every single word that other person said, right? So we get a more full, a full view of what he said. He said, why do you trouble the woman? For she, was done, she has done a beautiful thing to me. For you always have the poor with you, but you will not always have me. And then he goes on. In pouring this ointment on my body, she has done it to prepare me for burial. You can see just a, a different wording. Um, Truly I say to you, whether, whenever this gospel is proclaimed in the world, what she has done will also be told in memory of her. And here we are, 2,000 plus years later, doing this in memory of Mary. Now we realize, and we, we didn't know it's Mary in this gospel, but again, John gives us more detail. Uh, while here Matthew is giving us more detail about happening. We also see that um, they did, she did on the head, her, his head. And when the disciples, uh, a woman came in with an alabaster flask of very expensive ointment and poured it on his head. Now, this is a lot of stuff. So he obviously, obviously poured it on his head and then went down to his feet and, and wiped it. You'll see that also in the book of Mark, um, the same thing talking about it on his head. And, uh, and then, but you see the same thing. Why was the ointment wasted like that? It says there were some who said to themselves. So people were thinking about that. But now we learn in John that it was Judas actually said it, right? So again, it fills the story up. Like if you're a lawyer trying to figure out what's going on in a scene, crime of scene, you'll get all these witnesses in, you'll get different viewpoints and different details. And that's what the Gospels, the synoptic Gospels does for us. It gives us a fuller story. Leave her alone. Why do you trouble her? She has done a beautiful thing to me. For you will always have poor with you. You can see the poor, poor, poor is there everywhere. She has done a beautiful thing for me. For you always want the poor with you. And whenever you want, you can do good for them. But you will not always have me. She has done what she could. She has anointed my body beforehand for burial. And truly I say to you, wherever the gospel is proclaimed in the whole world, she has done will be told in memory of her what she has done. And so, and, and so I just want to make sure that you know that there's also another woman who used her hair and tears on Jesus' feet, but that's a different situation, completely different because he's talking to the Pharisees and, um, mm -hmm. and, and it says, you, you have judged rightly the turning point of the woman's, and, and, and so he's basically talking to Simon and he's basically telling her that her sins are forgiven, which is by, by the way, something that only God can do, all right? So people that say that Jesus was not ever claimed to be God, obviously that's not the case. He did not correct her. Uh, I'm sorry, he gets worshiped as well. It's kind of, that's kind of a worship. He didn't correct her for worshiping her. And then his, he forgives her sins. Then those who were at the table began saying to themselves, who is this who even forgives sins? And who is this? And he said to the woman, your faith has saved you, go in peace, right? So this is a different situation. So there's several situations where um, the women were showing their, their uh, worship of uh, Jesus um, and different stories. So we have, again, uh, beautiful three different stories of the same event with Mary and then a separate event that was there earlier before this last week. Um, that's that's uh, interesting to see how these different gospels give us a fuller picture of who Jesus is. Hey, we got a couple little comments here. I want to mention Charlotte and backstage says nard is extremely expensive perfume taken from the root and spike of the nard plant found in northern India. And also uh, this fragrance usually associated with a king was upon Jesus' feet as he stood before his accusers 
and as the soldiers pierced his feet with a nail. It is possible they would have smelled the fragrance of this costly perfume. Some interesting facts there. Yeah. Nuggets there. So, That's awesome. That I love it. Backstagers dig into the word as well and understand the word and actually mm -hmm. teach and they're prayer warriors. That's why uh, if you have prayer requests, make sure you get to the neighborhood. Neighborhood.social is where all these beautiful, strong Christian patriots are. They also meet uh, on Zoom meetings weekly on all kinds of different formats um, that you can find on neighborhood.social. So make sure you're, you're going there. And so again, I just wanted to show you that. You can download that on your phone, by the way, as well. Neighborhood.social is the Christian impactor platform, neighborhood.social. You can download it on the Play Store as well as the Apple Store. We'd love to have you back there. There's all kinds of, you just go to the groups and you'll find all kinds of groups that are meeting you can see active Zoom groups right here. There's a lot of them going on each day of the week. And so get yourself plugged in with other Christian patriots and connect. Yeah, I think you really love that. Um, let's get into the next part. And before we sing, this is the plot to kill Lazarus. <laughs> when a large crowd of the Jews learned that Jesus was there, they came not only on account of him, but also to see Lazarus, whom he had raised from the dead. So the chief priests made plans to put Lazarus to death as well. <laughs> because on account of him, many of the Jews were going away and believing in Jesus. Any thoughts there, Gus? Yeah. It was killing them. With Jesus growing in popularity, they were losing control of the narrative. You know, they were losing control of, of the people. So, you know, Jesus raises them from the dead. They want to kill him to hide him. So, you know, people would maybe question, well, that guy was probably never alive, but they never did kill him, did they? They just let us know what their intent was, was to kill him. Mm -hmm. but, uh, yep. This, crazy. Yep. A lot, a lot of stuff like that going on today, <laughs> you know? Yeah, and this is uh, another thing. that Remember, Jesus's mission before he was um, crucified was to the Jews. And again, many Jews were coming to believe in Jesus. And I think John, if you look at his gospel, um, he want, he still wants his people, the Jewish people, to come to, to believe in him as the Messiah. And uh, we have a lot of Messianic Jews, they call themselves, many of them, or completed Jews, many of them call them. So uh, it's not um, this, whole, this whole movement against Zionism and against uh, as talking about all Jews being Kazarian Jews is a, is a silly, silly thing. Um, again, God, God shows these Jewish people for a reason, um, even though many of them have rejected Him, and many will come in the end, end times. We're reading about that in 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 uh, other books as well. But with that, let's let's dig into a couple more songs, and then we'll come back to the triumphal entry. Um, this next one uh, uh, we, we're gonna is is this shouting to the Lord. Um, one of the beautiful things that we can do is make sure that we are shouting to the Lord. Um, because why the, the Bible tells us all, all the earth let us sing, right? So you see in Psalm 47, one, clap your hands, all the people shout to God with loud songs of joy. So despite what this cabal is doing to us and everything, we can still um, just praise the Lord. Mountains bow down and the seas will roar at the sound of your name. <laughs> you should love that. Psalm 66 forces all the earth worships. All the earth worships and sings praises to you. They sing praises to your name. Philippians 2.10 
so that at the name of Jesus, what are they going to do? Every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. This also talks about my comfort and my shelter. And what's beautiful about that is we see he who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. Psalm 91.1 Also, tower of refuge and strength. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For you have been my refuge. A strong tower against the enemy. Talk about him being our strong tower. There it is right there. Psalm 61, 2, and 3. He's our strong tower, Gus. <laughs> He's our comfort and our shelter. Mountains yeah. bow down. The seas will roar to him. So what are we supposed to do? We're all going to sing. <laughs> We're all going to shout to the Lord. Shelter, tower of refuge and strength. 
We love those promises. Praise God. Praise God. Yes, if you wouldn't mind reading this one about bless the Lord, O my soul, 10,000 reasons. Bless the Lord, O my soul. First verse is bless the Lord, O my soul. I worship your holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. That's Psalm 103, 1. It's number, the second verse here we want to highlight is you are rich in love and slow to anger. If you don't read his word through that lens, you're reading it wrong. But Nahum 1 verse 3a is the Lord is slow to anger and great in power. The third verse is your name is great. There is none like you, O Lord. You are great and your name is great in might. And that's Jeremiah 10 verse 6. And finally, the fourth verse we're going to highlight here in this song is Sing like never before, O oh my soul, worship his holy name. Sing praises to the Lord, O oh, all you saints, and give thanks to his holy name. That's Psalm 30, verse 4. Praise God. It's beautiful. Lord, we praise your holy name tonight. Lord, we pray that this praise goes up like a sweet fragrance to you, Lord. Yes. He is rich in love and slow to anger. His name is great. We can sing to him like never before. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Oh my soul. Worship his holy name. Sing like never. So 
worship your songs we were talking about john and the different gospels and that but if you turn to uh john 20 and verse 36 i think it is here i'm sorry verse 30 and 31 i don't know if you want to pull that up john what what is it john 6 uh, john john 20 verse mm -hmm. 30 and 31 okay is anybody's wondering why john put this book together he actually tells us so 30 he says and many other signs truly did Jesus in the presence of his disciples which are not in this book 
but these are written. That's the ones he's showing us that we're sharing with you, that ye might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing ye may have life through his name. And I keep hearing that <laughs> Revelation 19:13, I think it is, he's clothed with a vesture dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. It's like he's the Word from the beginning. It's all the way through. It's all it's we're worshiping his word we're singing about his word we're everything's about his word it's it's the father's communication to us whether it's through speaking through an angel or speaking through a precarnate christ with abraham before he went into sodom and gomorrah you remember or how many different ways in the old testament but then he became flesh mm -hmm. when he came to earth and he dwelt among us amen Amen. And then we get into now the triumphal entry, where yes. where we uh, you uh, most of you heard of uh, Palm Sunday, right? So this is uh, where this comes from, right out of the Bible. The next day, the large crowd that had come to the feast heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem, so they took branches of palm trees and went out to meet him, crying out, "Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord." even the king of Israel. And Jesus found a young donkey and sat on it, just as it was written, Fear not, daughter of Zion. Behold, your king is coming, sitting on a donkey's colt. Um, his disciples did not understand these things at first, but when Jesus was glorified, then they remembered that these things had been written about him and had been done to him. The crowd that had been with him when he called Lazarus out of the tomb and raised him from the dead, continued to bear witness. The reason why the crowd went to meet him was that they heard he had done this sign. So the Pharisees said to one another, you see that you are gaining nothing. Look, the world has gone after him. Woo. <laughs> Any thoughts there, Gus? Yeah. Yeah, first of all, I, I sort of had a revelation, I think. Some people argue this, but they were throwing palm limbs down, right? Mm -hmm. And other gospels say they're laying him on the street, and Jesus was going across the, the palms. Mm -hmm. Now, if you know how they made paper in those days, they used animal skins, they used palms, they used uh, papyrus and that. They interwove the palms, mm -hmm. and then they beat it, and they made the paper that they wrote the word of God on. Mm -hmm. So see if you can picture this in the spirit. You got the word of God in flesh form on a donkey, mm -hmm. <laughs> riding across those that paper, mm -hmm. that paper. You know. Mm -hmm. Anyway, that's just a gust nugget there. You can take it, and leave it. <laughs> people argue it wasn't papyrus; it was palms or whatever. But right. I thought it was a good one. Uh, Something people don't normally catch here is this, uh, was it line 16 there, fear not daughter. I think that's Zechariah 9.9, is that right? Yeah. This is one of the scriptures that Jesus fulfilled. There's over, I've heard 365, I've heard as much as 400 scriptures from the Old Testament that the prophets spoke, because God, according to Amos 3.7, I think it is, uh, 
He, he does nothing. Surely God does nothing before speaking at first through his servants, the prophets. So he tells you a thing and then that thing happens and then you know, hey, that's God. It gives us the comfort that, hey, this is the one true living God here. Um, so if you're believing in something that you haven't heard from before, then don't stop believing it. Believe in the word of God, <laughs> you know. Amen. But uh, there it is. Behold, uh, your king is there. coming to you, righteous and having salvation is he, humble and mounted on a donkey, on a colt, the fowl of a donkey. So really clear what Zechariah 9, 9 says, and uh, again, completely being fulfilled. In, uh, I think it was indicative time. of kings to ride in on the beast. Mm -hmm. You know, think of him. The donkey is the beast, and he's riding the beast system right mm -hmm. now, and he's going to defeat it. But donkeys, even going back to Saul and David, rode in on a donkey. So it's a reoccurring theme throughout the Bible that the kings would ride in on a donkey yeah because they're stubborn yeah. right and so it's not <laughs> it's like here if you're riding on a donkey yeah. you've conquered something that is stubborn <laughs> yes yeah Amen. Uh, and this is a uh, psalm 118 25 and 26 is save us we pray O lord O lord we pray give us success and um blesses who comes in the name of the lord we bless you from the house of the lord and what's interesting this is using the similar word hosanna from the Old Testament in Hebrew, right? Old Testament was primarily Hebrew. And we mm -hmm. see, save us, we pray. It was more of a help, we need you, save us. In the New Testament, mm -hmm. it was uh, Christ transformed it into a completely different um, a Hosanna. It's blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, right? It's, it's the positive, uh, he saved us, right? That's the uh, Hosanna. That's a beautiful vision of uh, Christ's victory as he's coming in. Now, many people thought he was going to be, a obviously, a, a political and military leader. Um, little did they know he was the Lamb of God, right? The, and the very yeah. Lamb of God that we're studying in Revelation that was worthy to open the scrolls that we just uh, studied last night on, uh, on our uh, Revelation chapter 6. And so this is a show in the Lamb of God coming in in victory, victorious fashion. Much like people look for the military to come rescue us today, you know, or some strong hand, but Jesus recognized, we've mentioned this before, but it's good to re keep reiterating Ephesians 6, right? We're not wrestling with flesh and blood, but principalities and powers mm -hmm. in high places, but he's high above every principality and power. Um, and that's how we defeat this enemy is in spirit in spirit and in truth because truth trumps no pun intended <laughs> but truth mm -hmm. trumps every lie mm-hmm yeah but I can tell so, you but is, good great point neat point and and um, it's also interesting and plus I think uh, blessed is he who comes this is just me again I think deep <laughs> blessed is he who comes in the name now we already said revelation 1913 uh and his name is called the word of god john 1 1 says in the beginning was the word the word was with god and was god so who said let there be light that was jesus right the word <laughs> in the beginning uh blessed is he who comes in the name of the lord so jesus is the word of in the, the name of the word of the lord so think of it blessed is he who comes in the Spirit of the Father is in the man Jesus. They're one, the Spirit and the Word. 
So it's just a little deep thinking there, but there's so much, so much depth to this stuff in the spirit when you begin to start seeing these things. Yeah, yeah, and and it is, and, and it's really interesting too that the disciples did not understand these things at first, right? And I think that's the way we are when we study Revelation and study other things that sometimes the events have to pass before you really understand it. So they didn't really understand what was going on. Um, but then mm-hmm. but when Jesus was glorified, so after he's dead and he's already risen from the dead, then they remembered that these things had been written about him and had been done to him. So I think that might be the same way for us as we go through events in Revelation. We're going to go, oh, that was it, <laughs> right? <laughs> when you first start reading the word, right, it sounds, it's like Greek. It's like, ah, oh, this is, and the enemy will do anything inside you to get you to push away from it and say, oh, this is boring. But if you're not hungry and thirsty for the Lord, I've done this before and it works with a pure heart. Pray to God, say, Lord, I, I just, I, I'm not thrilled reading your word. It's hard to read. Just pray, Lord, I pray that you make me hungry and thirsty for your word. Amen. He'll answer that prayer and just continue in his word. And at first it's not gonna make, like Rick says, it's not gonna make sense. But then the more you read it, all of a sudden God gives you a revelation. You see a nugget, something and something you've never read before. You've read a million times before, maybe. All of a sudden, God turns on that little light up here in your easy bake oven. Ding, the light comes on and you see, you know. Yeah, I think I was telling you about that. I have a memory verse. It's Philippians uh, 3, 6 and 7, right? Um, 3, 4 and 5. And that's, that's trust the Lord with your heart, all your heart, right? Lean not on your own understanding. Um, submit all your ways to him and he'll make your path straight. One of my favorite verses about making your path straight, submitting everything to him, trust him with your heart. But that one line in there about lean not on your understanding, I really just kind of thought, well, okay, yeah, we just should obey God, not your way, right? But then I then it just hit me like last month, I think it was maybe two or three weeks ago, that, well, if you, if you lean on your own understanding, you're going to limit this unlimited God. Right, so I had this didn't hadn't hit me, and I had memorized that for years, right? Ten plus years of memorizing and stating that, and it just and so when, now when I pray that because it's part of my morning prayer, um, I, I I go I, I say, um, lean not my understanding, so I don't limit you in any way, God, right? So it's like you're right, Gus. Things new new insights will come to you, even after years, <laughs> um, as you get more and more detail into the Word of God. And that hunger and thirst will grow as you go and yes. you'll be both filled but you'll be hungry at the same time for yes. more and there's a scripture that says that i can't tell you where it is right now but it's there maybe one of the backstories you find it and post it and yeah. tell you where it's at about being filled but hungry the 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 crowd that had been with him when he called lazarus out of the tomb had raised him from the dead continued to bear witness and so they're telling everybody about this and so this is why if you look at when Jesus did this, I think you talked about this last week, uh, Gus, a little bit. When he raised Lazarus from the dead, he knew that that miracle was going to lead to his death, right? Because uh, he's kind of coming into the last stages of, and we'll see that in a second too in this next section when he starts talking to the Gentiles. The Gentiles start, the Gentiles start coming now. And remember, his, his ministry on earth was to the Jews. He said that many times, right? Um, but he knew that he had to die in order for him to be able to call in the Gentiles. That was part of this, this and then this huge miracle started calling them in, so he, he knew it was his time, I believe, don't you? 
Yeah, because this was coming to me right now. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Um, there's a scripture that says Jesus Christ was sacrificed before the foundations of the world. And I used to think, what in the world does that mean, Lord? It's like God's in the beginning and the end. He sees the whole picture. He's in the whole picture. He's still in the beginning. He's still in the end. He's everywhere. All, all. We can't conceive that in our carnal mind. But... Holy Spirit just wrote that. I don't know what I was going to say there. Uh, he's in the beginning and the end. I'll come back to it because it's a, it's a it's an interesting point. Yeah, you'll probably come back to that in a second. The the escape. Sorry, folks. Yeah, yeah. Well, we we're talking about um, um, that he knew it was going to happen, right? He knew. Oh yeah. Yeah. So the plan, he knew the plan from the beginning before it ever started. He knew right. he was going to come to earth. He knew Adam was going to, Eve was going to do what she did. Adam was going to do what they did. And and sometimes you got to see darkness to respect the light or have the free will to make your own choice to choose light or choose darkness. And so he knew that Christ was sacrificed then in his mm -hmm. spirit right in the beginning. It's just it had to play out. So like when you pray for something, the moment you pray, like Daniel, when he prayed for, did the fast for 21 days, and when the, when, uh, was it Gabriel? I can't remember which angel. When he came, he says, well, the, your prayer was answered the day you prayed. It's just, I had to, I had to stop and fight the, the Persian, the Persian and some other. So he was going ahead in time to the throne of God, really, and coming back through them and arguing with these angels. And then he come back and answered daniel's prayer so the moment we pray with faith it's done like my back it's healed mm -hmm. i know it is it's just i haven't reached that point where god's divine one with his his wisdom just says this is time boom there you go amen we so can't have wait faith that time. when you pray don't yes. get discouraged if you pray and you don't get an answer prayer right away just keep keep plugging and believing don't stop believe in yeah, that's right we don't have that song queued up <laughs> i have a better song queued up next but the reason why right. the crowd went to meet him was that they had heard that he he had done this sign so again this was a big thing where the pharisees freaked because yeah, they're getting real like i'm gonna lose my power it just shows you who their real king is it was political power and what they had in their in their you know having the seats at the synagogue having having all the all those important seats and and being respected by other people and they were going to lose that so the pharisees instead of, instead of seeing these facts they they the sin, sin makes them be unreasonable instead of seeing oh my goodness this is the messiah instead the pharisees said to one another you see that you are gaining nothing look the world has gone after him they saw this huge momentum that they couldn't stop any longer. So what do they decide to do? They decide to, decide to try to kill him. Uh, it's pretty, pretty wild when you look at that. Yeah. Can you imagine? It's look at this. somebody from the bed and they just want to kill him. <laughs> so, like we, so we one's go. One's got life and one's got death on the mind. Yeah, exactly. So we see, save us, we pray, oh Lord. That's what Santa really kind of used to mean. And now we see that it moves over to a different type of Hosanna. It's about time about praise is rising. We see Hosanna, Hosanna, eyes, hearts, and hopes are turning to you. We long for you. 
So we see Matthew 21, 9 records this as well. And the crowds were shouting, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest, where it turns into, thank you, Lord, for saving us. He's here. Um, this song also digs into, we find strength to face the day. So I just encourage everyone out there. I know times can be extremely hard. The, this cabal of globalists that hate us are making our life hard on purpose, right? But we can find strength to face the day in your presence, the Lord's presence. All our fears are washed away. You can just wash them away. And Ephesians 3.16 talks about that. And according to his riches of his glory, he may grant you to be strengthened with power through his spirit in your inner man. We talk about that inner man there. And that's where that Holy Spirit resides. And that strength is there no matter what's going on in your life. This song talk also talks about you are the God who saves us. Worthy of all our praises. That's why we do this four times a week. He's worthy of praising all the time. 1 Peter 1.3 says, He has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Woo! So let's worship that right now um, to him. Hosanna, knowing that what that means. Thank you for saving us. Praise is rising. Eyes are turning to you. We turn to you.
was pierced for our transgression and crushed for our iniquities. With his wounds we are healed. Cause when we see you, we find strength to face the day. Born again to a living hope. Have your way. Hosanna. 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 Blessed is you who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Whew. Gus, this also has about, uh, if you don't mind reading this, about no longer being slaves. No longer slaves, amen, amen. You know, uh, ignorance, I heard this in my spirit today, ignorance is the devil's playground. It's his prison. That's why the light of the world gives us wisdom and knowledge. But anyway, I thought I'd share that. I'm no longer a slave to fear. I am a child of God. Uh, Romans 8.15 says, For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons, by whom we cry, Abba, Father. The second verse is, I am surrounded by songs of deliverance from my enemies till all my fears are gone. You are my hiding place. You preserve me from trouble. You surround me with songs of deliverance. That's Psalm 32 and 7. See, we're singing the word of the Lord here. And the third verse is, You split the sea so I could walk right through it. My fears were drowned in perfect love. And as Exodus 14, 21 and 22, Moses stretched out his hand over the sea. And the Lord drove back, drove the sea back, and the people of Israel went into the midst of the sea on dry ground. And then finally, the fourth verse is, from my mother's womb, you have chosen me. And Psalm 139, 13 says, for you formed me, my inner parts, you knit me together in my mother's womb. Praise God, he knows us before we're born. He's known us from conception when he sent us here on this earth you unravel me with a melody you surround me with a song of deliverance from my enemies till all my fears have come 
about that why do we fear anything but God <laughs> you know why do we worry about what other people think or say we're talking about the God that created us <laughs> that knit us together in our mother's womb why would we fear what man thinks of us amen you know, there's several scriptures regarding fear uh, that come to mind but hey when you get solid in him, I mean, perfect love casts out all fear. I just what love a that. wonderful thing to live with that freedom. Yes, yeah, so that song just uh, just shows how much he loves us, right? It's like, wow, he does not want us to fear. He wants us to just uh, bask in his love because we are children of God. Um, mm -hmm. This is beautiful. And if you look at this... Uh, part this last part we'll go over tonight it's a some Greeks seek Jesus now among those who went up to worship at the feast were some Greeks so now these are Gentiles so these so so these came to Philip who was from Bethsaida in Galilee and asked him sir we wish to see Jesus so now here's the here's the Gentiles asking to see Jesus in masses probably Philip went and told Andrew Andrew and Philip went and told Jesus and Jesus answered them listen to what he says the hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified he knows it truly truly I say to you unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies it remains alone but if the if it dies it bears much fruit whoever loves his life loses it Whoever hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. If anyone serves me, he must follow me. And when I and where I am, there will my servant be also. If anyone serves me, the Father will honor him. This is why we need to accept Jesus as our savior, guys, is because if you if you serve Jesus, the Father is going to honor you with eternal life and much, much more, the abundant life even here on earth. Any thoughts on any of this, uh, Gus? Yeah. Um, you know, Jesus is showing us that God's patterns are all throughout his creations. And you think of a grain of wheat. When it dies, it falls into the ground and then plants another one and so many more grow up from that one seed and that's kind of how we are and so I look at this two different ways Jesus died so that he could reproduce himself in us because he said greater things than these will you do because I go on to my father so he's recreating he's, he's replicating himself just like you would uh, any vegetable plant any any plant bearing seed of fruit or whatever uh, the same much the same way 
but you think too that we must die to self we mm -hmm. gotta die or we're baptized in him we die to self like you said rick we lean not on our own understanding but we follow him we believe in him and that's that death and to self and following him is what reproduces other christians as he leads us and guides us by his holy spirit but also if, if we have any fear at all we're useless to the kingdom of god mm-hmm because the enemy manipulates us with fear. Like that song said, I'm no longer a slave to fear. I'm a child of God. So it's like following him is no greater love than this, that a man die for his friends. Mm. So we, in my opinion, we need to be prepared to die if it need be for our friends rather than try to save this life. I'm not advocating go out and commit suicide or anything like that, but I'm saying that that's the kind of commitment we've got to have in Christ and for his kingdom. It's nine times out of 10, 99% of what we fear never happens anyway. Yeah. But. Yeah, and that's why uh, if you love your life, love this world, you're gonna lose it, right? And if, it, and if you yep. hate your life, and basically saying if you just know that God's so much more important and the eternal life is so much more important than being in the world, uh, it's just beautiful when you look at that. You just seek you first the so kingdom we, of heaven and all these things will follow. It's like we get the horse before the cart and put it backwards. Mm -hmm. We're seeking things of this, you know, temporal things. The cart before the you horse. You know, lay it temporal <laughs> and go for things that are above. What's that? Car cart before the horse. <laughs> yeah, what I say that? Horse before the horse. cart. <laughs> But same thing. I everybody knew what you meant. I shouldn't have corrected you. But uh, tell you what, <laughs> guys, the what, 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 how beautiful is this? And so we're gonna just take a few minutes to see if there's any um, any thoughts from anybody backstage. If you have anything on uh, Rumble or Facebook, just type in some comments. Maybe just have a little bit of discussion before we wrap it up here. I know we've burnt through most of the hour and a half, but uh, if anybody has anything, we I know I think Charlotte's posting some more verses on. Uh, on um, backstage and there's some a lot of great chat going on backstage so I invite you again to come backstage you can be back here in the zoom with us four nights a week as we praise plus uh, the other two nights and you can be back six days a week the other two nights when we have guests back there beautiful guests coming um, you know Aaron Antis um, we got Clay Clark we, just had, we had uh, Stella Emanuel back here last time we got Juan O'Savin coming you can be in the we zoo. We got Amanda Grace okay. coming. Amanda Grace. All right. When's Amanda coming? Uh, 22nd, I think it awesome. is. Awesome. 22nd or 23rd. I forget what day we decided on. That is great. Yeah, so that's going to be beautiful, too. So you can be backstage with Amanda Grace, okay, and, that, and actually ask her some questions. That is, There's a lot, a lot of other advantages to backstage, too. Again, people paid seventeen seventy six a month because of the tools they had, their research prophecies, get to the Zach Warden of the video of searching Julie Green or Amanda Grace's prophecies as well as others. Um, you just, uh, um, the, all those, the benefits that people paid seventeen seventy six a month for, um, and now in a pay forward model to where you can come for free, you just need to go to blessedteach.com, that's blessed2teach.com, and all the notes we have for today and for every show, you'll get emailed to you Tuesday through Thursday, Tuesday through Friday, uh, for all the shows that we've done. So. I think you really enjoy the show notes too. You can sign up on the front page. 
but uh, go to the Backstage tab if you want to be part of that Backstage community and be here back here on Zoom with us. And there's also all, every, all the Zoom stuff that we do that we're not um, front stage like this. You have access to those recordings and to be part of those events as well, such as we do PCR on Tuesday nights, uh, on Thursday, Project Children Rescue, we pray for the children. I think you really enjoy this ministry. But does anybody backstage have any uh, thoughts or want to share anything? about any of these teachings before we move to a final song. Um, I did you see somebody backstage, Shuri saying, I always think that is my life story when uh, I'm a child of God. I imagine that's what Shuri is talking about. She also said, Shuri, we need you backstage. Why aren't you here? I'd love to see you tear up like I do, like I did on the, that last song. <laughs> um, Shuri is a former um, Muslim who who is freed by, the, by uh, her chains from... Uh, and, and gave her testimony last month that was so beautiful. But she says, Matthew 39, who is willing to hear, sure, listen and understand. Blessings from New York City, um, as Viola says. I also saw a bunch of other people saying where they're from that we had here. Cord Lane, Idaho, we were there for the reawakened tour. That was beautiful area. I have, I have relatives up there actually. From, we got Patsy from Tennessee. Um, we have uh, Linda from Florida. Thank you all for, for joining us today. It's awesome to see. And the international audience is growing too. We thank you, especially those uh, who are coming at odd times during the night. But any last words, Gus, before we finish up with the last, final song? The international audience is growing too. Thank you. But Somebody unmuted. I don't know if they had any comments. Finish up with the last final song. Uh. I got a little echo going on. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out where that's coming from. It was coming from yours, your your, uh, your uh, microphone for some reason. Because <laughs> it went away when you did that. But anyway, um, we are going to be worshiping um, and praising and teaching every Friday night on Book of John. Gus and I will be. And then I'll be teaching on Mondays, Thursdays after the show, as well as Sunday morning and going through different books. We went through all the book of Daniel, right, 1 through 12. And now we're going through Revelation. We're on chapter 7, to, uh, Sunday not Sunday morning. So join us. Uh, Jesus just was Got it. During, deemed worthy. Good. Jesus was just deemed worthy of opening up the seals, the Lamb of God, which we just studied, right? Um, and now uh, we're, we went through that in chapter 6 and, he, and, and where he, the, we went through the first six seals. The seventh seal is in chapter 7 of Revelation where the trumpets come. So we want to understand what the trumpets are. Join us 10 a.m. on Sunday. Any final words, uh, Gus? Uh, I guess so. We've, we've learned about uh, Lazarus now that Jesus rose from the dead and he did that knowing it was going to send him to the cross which was an inevitable thing anyway we know that the enemy wanted to kill Lazarus even though Jesus rose him from the dead we got enemies like that today in the world in the spirit in the spirit realm um, but we've got resurrection power when you come to Jesus he gives us resurrection power we're starting our forever today we're already there just think of it that way you may have to pass through that threshold and shed this this body but we're going to live on forever in a good place so great Next. come and come and see that's all I got to say come and see amen we'll taste be. and see that the Lord is good yes amen. Psalm 37 4 
we uh, we will actually be um, finishing up chapter 12 next week so uh, looking forward to everybody uh, being there um, for next Friday we'll be doing that so with that we're gonna just uh, say goodbye and um, in a second but I want to first play one more song this is mighty to save this is the very first song we ever did in this format where we attach scripture to it uh, so this is song number one of like 31 songs we have done with a bunch more in the queue. If you have a favorite song that you want to worship to and that you just love worshiping to and it's tied to scripture, let us know what that song is. And we'll, uh, and we'll just be, be, be uh, loving, loving that. So here is, my, the, the, my God is mighty to save. The Lord your God is in the midst, a mighty one who will save. Zephaniah, Zephaniah what is that? What is that? Zephaniah, I guess. Uh, 317. He rose and conquered the grave. And this is, what, this is what we celebrate, guys. He conquered the grave. And he gave proof of it, too. Look at in 1 Corinthians 15, 3 and 6. It says, Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day. So how did he prove it? Well, he appeared to Cephas as Peter. Then to the twelve, then he appeared to more than 500 brothers at one time, most of them who are still alive. 500. And so when they were writing this, you could actually go talk to many of these people that saw the resurrected Christ. That's, a, that's proof like you can't ever imagine, right? So what are we supposed to do? The third line says, shine your light and let the whole world see. So that's why we're ending with this song, because you are the light of the world. A city set on the hill cannot be hidden. So let your light shine before others. Matthew 5, 14 through 16. Mm. Let's worship the one who's mighty to save. Well, everyone needs compassion, a love that's never failing. Well, let mercy fall on me. Well, everyone needs forgiveness. Kindness of the Savior, the hope of nations. Savior, He can move the mountains. My God is mighty to save. He is mighty to save. in your midst, the mighty one who will save. So take me as you find me, all my fears and Now
Guardians and Knicks. Body one music. Keep an eye on 317. wrapping up here yeah. I, I actually am my son came all the way from Oklahoma we're moving my whole yeah. my whole studio tonight so um, I, I, we're gonna awesome. we're gonna call yeah. that quits here uh, awesome. Gus thanks for uh, coming in on and uh, co-teaching what yeah. a beautiful thing and that was fun fun appreciate you um, but we yeah. are we are going to uh, um, call it a night and we'll be back next Friday again Go to blessedteach.com. Blessedteach.com is where you get the show notes for everything yes. I'm showing you. That's also where you can see connect to the neighborhood. That's where you get the backstage, which is now a pay forward model for free. You also can get to our training there, the impactor for truth. If you really are struggling with not bonding with your friends and family and being able to influence them with the truth of both the globalist cabal as well as Jesus and really understand what your calling is. That's the impactor for truth course. A self-paced course. Make sure you hit that as well. All those things can be found on blessedteach.com. With that, 
if everybody went on unmuting and saying goodbye. Yeah. Bye, everyone. Goodbye. Thank you for joining us. God bless. Love you. Shalom. God bless. I can't do that, but it's all I can do it. Say right here. There you go. Yeah.